listening to the Scarbecue Podcast. My name is Ben Wint. I'll be your MC, your sidekick. I'll hold your hand for the next approximately 22 minutes. We'll call it that. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'm really excited. Let's just jump right in. I'm going to introduce you to your host. Give it up for Red Front Bar and Grill Hall of Famer, Aaron Scarborough. Red Front Bar and Grill Hall of Famer. That comes courtesy, once again, of Lynn Nevertill. Uh, Lynn is, uh, you know, he, gotcha. he has, yeah, I mean, he got me, but like, he doesn't, I sometimes wonder about his cognitive skills. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It, it's just like, I, I realize that, that this isn't the biggest podcast in the world. And a lot of people are from Kansas city who listen to it, sure, but sure. He, it, he basically, he made a roast that's completely like even within Kansas City, there's a good chance that oh, it, no one knows. It, it was why so that. niche. Yeah, you know, a few weeks ago we had a roast where they just referred to you as a as a butthole. Right. And I think that this was the exact opposite roast. Like everyone <sighs> knows immediately what a butthole is. They yeah. Picture you as a butthole, puckered up. But then this is the exact opposite. Where, right. Where Lynn decided to roast you, like by saying like, uh, you know, like. He gets the Z man yeah. at, at Oklahoma Joe's. It's Aaron Scarborough. All right. Well, good a a for effort, Lynn. A for effort. Thank you for that. Yeah. So, uh, Aaron, have you had any gigs lately? How's how's, how's the stand up thing going? Um, you know, I've 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 done some stuff. I was at the Kansas City Improv last week, mm-hmm. uh, hosting, uh, and that was fun. Um, who's the headliner? Uh, so his name's Todd McComas, okay. and he is a uh, super funny guy. He he used to work at Barstool Sports, and that's that's like oh, his sure, big sure. credit. He has a podcast now. Um, I I liked him because you know I I love hanging out with comics on these weekends. Uh, it's you learn a lot, and and you get mm-hmm. to um just kind of uh hang out in the green room and talk this guy's like a good storyteller which is something that i've never really been good at i'm more sure. of a bit guy yeah um but yeah Not todd, todd mccomas yeah. if you yeah you should definitely check out his podcast it's called the guns blazing podcast guns blazing. um yeah so cool here, dude. here's the thing you can set your podcast app to automatically download scarby q mm-hmm. subscribe automatically download we don't even care. You can just download it and then go listen to his podcast. Sure. As long as you give us the downloads. Like, yeah. ideally, you're listening right now. As I tell you, we just care about the downloads. Right. Like, if you want to listen, great. We'll educate you. Yeah. But also, if you just want to download the podcast and get our numbers up, uh-huh. that's fine. We, we don't – I don't care if they listen. I mean, I'm – you're the host. Right. I'm just the producer. But to me, from the business side – if they just download it, I, I don't really care. I care only about the other side of that. He's the, yeah, Ben's the producer. I just want you guys to listen to me and to follow me blindly. Sure, and the downloads are the downloads, great, but if they're yeah, not listening, yeah. are they really fully buying into the Church of Scarby? I want acts of loyalty and, and acts of potentially, eventually, sedition. So if anything, you'd rather have people on multiple podcast accounts downloading and then streaming on multiple devices yeah. as they storm the capital. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um no, it, it was good. The the thing is like it comedy at this level, it's crazy because one weekend you're working with someone who's really cool and then, you know, you also I don't think people realize what comedy's like. It 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 
when you're at the the low when you're low man on the totem pole like I am, you come across these zany characters constantly, you know. And th- that can be people who who show up to comedy shows uh, as an audience member and it, just people who do comedy. It's not like a cool thing. You know, it, it's more like like if you've watched Arrested Development and you know Job and he's a sketchy <laughs> magician type and he, you know, uh, you meet these other other magicians who are just as crazy as him. That's closer to what comedy is like. Just insane people all the time. Sure. people And a lot of people who can't turn off. Right. right? Like they just need the applause and the attention. and Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And in your case... Like absolute adoration and yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know, unflinching loyalty, right? Which actually, I mean, I think it sounds to me like you kind of stumbled upon comedy, uh-huh. you know, and you enjoyed the applause, and then somewhere in your brain, something clicked, and you realized like this applause is fine, the laughter is fine, but it's for me kind of a temporary placeholder for something larger and deeper and yeah yeah um like you like do you feel like maybe the you know i hate to use this term it's a little reductive but like the cult leader in you was maybe always there but was dormant dude honestly you feel like it was awoken this is like like through stand-up um you know i have to answer this question all the time uh when i meet people all uh, of the time yeah, that I, I regret what I just said. Um, but you know, like my the reason why I started uh, doing stand up in the first place, I, I saw a comedy show uh, for the first time in Austin, Texas, and uh, I I was like, this is great. These people are are super funny, you know. And I just assumed like these are employed comics, uh, and then. The next day, I went out to a brewery, like, for brunch or something, and the guy who was telling jokes was serving me my beer. And I was like, (laughs) like, oh, shit, these people are losers. (laughs) I'm a loser. I could do this, you know? Yes. And that's that's how I got it. I was like, oh, these people, you know, they they don't have a lot going. I get it. I get it. And and I think that kind of brings us to today's subject, which is you have kind of expressed uh, you kind of need – a break, not not exclusively from comedy, but just like you kind of need to get away. You feel like yeah, I need to get out of town. Yeah. So so tell me about this. I mean, was there a breaking point? Was there something that caused it? What, like what what is your thought process? Because I mean, you just kind of you came to me today and you said uh, I want to talk about I want to talk about travel. I want to talk right. about getting away from it all. Uh, so, so tell me what that means. Tell me where you're coming from. What what oh, is that? Man. I just so the way I pay my bills is I I do commissioned artwork sure. so that can be, uh, you know I, I have a bunch of different ways of of earning money that way, um, and then I have my my stuff with Let's Make Art the company that I did tutorials with so I get a royalties check yes. every month that pays my bills too yes. but um, most of the time. Like I right now I've I've run into a wall with my painting where I realize. I have the technical skills to paint, and I, I do have some idea of, of who I am as a painter, but I have come to the, the realization that when it comes to painting something that uh, an average person would actually want to hang up in their house, I am completely 
developmentally disabled. <laughs> it, I'm like Lynn Navratil, like, <laughs> like completely no social level, skills, no, uh, but but for painting, yeah, yeah, I can't. I I don't know how to arrange a still life to make it cute. I can paint a still life, and there can be. Uh, but I just I have no gauge of when I've painted something good. It's literally like I'm I'm like Mr. Magoo just wandering around, uh, and occasionally I paint something that people like and it sells. Something that's always stuck with me is that Stephanie Meyer, who wrote the Twilight Saga, yeah. she once famously in a in a in an interview said. Uh, uh, suddenly I was writing this book and I didn't know what was going on. And I've always pictured her like looking at her hands going, what are my yeah. hands doing? <laughs> right. What are they doing? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm crafting a, a vampire romance. But you're kind of telling me, you kind of have that a little bit. You look at your hands and you go, what What are yeah. they doing? What, I think it's, what am I painting? I think I've just had such tunnel vision yeah. because I've had to hustle so hard to pay my bills the past year, you know? Uh, and... I've just I've had my head down the whole time, and now I'm just like getting existential all of a sudden. Yes. Uh, and I don't know what I'm supposed to be. So are you saying to me that you kind of you, you want to get out into nature for inspiration? I don't or, care or for nature. More, okay, so not nature, but but are you seeking inspiration or are you seeking more to just kind of reset? Or is it that you want to get away from it all just because, like, quite frankly, you're you're just fed up with it all? Well, I'm not, you know, I don't want to sound all dark and, and moody or whatever. Sure. I'm not fed up with it all. I don't have a gun in my mouth. Right. But I might in a week if I don't find something to do. Like, I, I just, I can't. Um, I So, you know, I'm not your therapist. Right? Yeah, I'm your producer. Right. Can't uh, afford one. No. Uh, is this possibly a trickle-down effect from cutting out the Bancola from your life? Dude, maybe, maybe the... Like, do, are you seeking something to fill that void? <clears throat> and maybe you think a, a week in the Rockies could, yeah, could maybe, help with that. Yeah, maybe I just needed a new perspective. Yeah. Because uh, when you just hang out with Kansas City people and then comics, you know, at night and stuff, like, you start like to think that that's what like the grill, world is example. really... Right, yeah, right. and whenever you, you travel places... Even though I, I hate the act of traveling and it stresses me out, like I always come back with a new appreciation for my situation in sure, life. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, so maybe maybe a trip to Denver or something would, so, yeah, would okay. be good. So are you thinking mountains, beaches, uh, a, a city, <sighs> urban? What, what, yeah, what are, you, I, what are you thinking? I'm a city guy, I think. City um, guy. Yeah. You know, I grew up in the country and I didn't like it. Like... I, I just I did not have a good time. Sure. Uh, until I moved to Kansas City, you know. But I didn't know that I was not having a good time until I moved to Kansas City. You didn't know you were a city mouse. Yeah. You, you were a city mouse living in the country. And right. Then, and then you came to you know. Right. The big um, city. The you know as as they call Kansas City the, the big city. I wish, but then there's part of me Cow that town. like I I want to get away from people too, but I don't like nature. Like I would like to. Do you want like an I am legend if it's situation possible, where there's you're in the city but there's no people. Is it possible to travel down like towards the center of the earth? Are there is there tourism down there? I would say. I'm not certain that there is currently, but to me that seems like a budding industry. Right. Now, not to call back too much, but in our previous discussion we discussed kaiju. That is where uh -huh. the kaiju live, and so ah. I don't know if that's— So it's risky. 
it, you know, that I mean, technically, Godzilla is fiction, technically, so I don't know if that's real. But let me tell you something that happened to me, that, or just a story from this week okay. that okay. that kind of proves where I'm at. Yes. So I, uh, I get Facebook requests. Um, be, and we talked about this before, like the zany characters that you meet in comedy sure. uh, and stuff like that. So I get a lot of Facebook requests from these just strange people um, who are comedians to some extent. Uh, and, <laughs> in you know, theory. So I'm, I'm used to, like, I get, I always accept those, you know, because you never know when it's going to lead to an opportunity or whatever. Uh, great attitude to have. Then I get friend requests from... <laughs> One of the few actually educational moments of this episode so far. Right, right. <laughs> if you're trying to make it in comedy, make make <laughs> relationships and... Com- yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so I also get uh, friend requests from people trying to... Like like Bitcoin people oh, or sure. multi-level marketing people. Yeah. Uh, or, or uh, you know, uh, religious groups. And recently... Um, I started, you know, because when you, whenever you let one of those types of people through, you get like several other friend yeah, requests yeah. within a week uh, from the same people, and I, I don't know how it works or what they're trying to do. Sometimes they talk to you, sometimes they don't. But recently, I opened the fucking floodgates for Mormons, and oh. uh, there's like these. I okay, so apparently you're not supposed to call them even Mormons. They're they're That's not right members anymore. of the Church of the Latter-day Saints. Jesus Christ, Christ Latter-day, Latter-day Saints. Saints. Mormon um, Mormon is pejorative now? I I don't know. I is talked that to like one. an Oriental thing where it was PC and now it's not? Right. Uh so here's the thing. I don't want to I don't want to be to you know, I don't want to be offensive to them. No, no, no. And no. I have I different like, religious views, but I don't want to be offensive to dude, I respect I, them. Yeah. I, yeah, and for what it's worth, I like Mormons. Mormons I th- are like the nicest people in the world. So I hate nice. to like yeah. paint with a broad brush, but like Right. I think yeah, if you've I've ever been met on someone, record like, saying they're so nice, they're always Mormon. Mormon yeah. bond would be a good idea. We've um, on the it's record an underrepresented bond, group. I want to see it. So, Smith. Joseph Smith. All right. Yeah. Yeah. These <laughs> these LDS people, um, like I, I accepted one. Uh, for an request, and uh, then I started getting more and more. The thing is, I was so bored and at such a, uh, you know, uh, in a in such a conundrum this week, uh, morally and existentially, that um, when this person did reach out and started messaging me, I just played along. You know, I I didn't lie to them or anything like that. Sure, but sure. Uh, you know, the Mormons they they have gone digital and. So rather than knocking on your door, they 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 show up in your DMs, and they just slide in there. Right. I wound up having a conversation via you know Facebook Messenger, uh, and then uh, this person asked me to share their testimony, um, which was cool. I thought, uh, and I, I wound up having a big long conversation with them. And then at the end, I was like, well, yeah, I I, I don't believe any of that, but I appreciate you know your time or whatever. But yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm I'm inviting. I'm letting uh, LDS people do their pitch on. So you know, I like I like the I like that you're being open to it. I am gonna say that this gives me this idea. And you know, if there's any uh, LDS listeners, please uh, take take this. I'm thinking uh, uh, Mormon thirst traps. You know, like <laughs> right? you get a really attractive person on on, on the IG. Right. And uh, y- then you slide into their DMs. There's a little flirtation back and forth, and then it's like, did you know that Jesus lives on a planet called Kobold? Yeah, you know, like like <laughs> yeah, just yeah. sneak it in there. You know, right. I I uh, I think that that's an interesting technique. You know, I mean, 
People right now are lonely. They want some, you know, connection, interaction. Uh, so just take Mormon thirst traps. I think could be a very effective uh, tool of evangelism. So well, just dude, throwing that out there. Just I, out there. I asked. I asked the first one. I was like, "Do you get some kind of bonus for this if I convert?" You know, and and they said, "No, of course. We're just trying to spread joy." My planet and in the afterlife will have right. moons. Yeah. But uh, I I told them I was like, "Hey." Uh, you know, I, this other guy just added me, and I noticed you're a mutual friend. You know, and sh- and and the first Mormon was like, like, well, tell them that you're talking to me. And, oh, and I was there like, was like a sense of he's my customer. Right, right. Yeah, it's like if you go to a used car dealership and you're working with Larry, and then and then Wanda shows up and like. Yeah. Larry's like Wanda. I'm already working with. I'm the not doc. trying to pit Mormon I'm to get against this guy Mormon. This yeah, 2006 Accord. You know, like for sure. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I, I think it's, it's cool that we have digital Mormons now. Well, so then I guess my question would be to you, what, you know, uh, what about, what about Utah? What about Salt Lake City? What about Provo? Like, um, Lake Tahoe, you know, I mean, maybe I'll go there, you know, like I'm thinking you're having these very positive experiences with the LDS community. Right. And, uh, you know, you want to get away. I mean, Lake Tahoe is beautiful. I, I, I think maybe Utah. I think that maybe this is the the solution for you. That's not that's never anyone's first choice, but I think what if I went there and reverse Mormon them? I knock on their door. Have and you, say, "Have you considered Have you listened to my podcast? Have you con- well, yeah, I could do <laughs> I could do that. Uh but yeah, I I mean, I could be like, "Have you considered uh being totally confused about your origins?" And 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 believing in nothing. Have you considered nihilism? You know. <laughs> have you ever stared into the void and had a panic attack? <laughs> right. Do you have a moment to talk about the prospect that this is all a sham? <laughs> Do you have a moment to consider that this is all a simulation? Oh, you hit him with with matrixes. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll just I'll be a, a red pill Mormon. There like, you go. <clears throat> go with that Wachowski energy. I like I like that a lot. <laughs> Okay. Well, no, I think this could be recharging for you. I think that I'm hearing you've got like a little bit of spunk as you're talking about this. Uh, after this, I think we should go online and try to kind of look at, you know, every Airbnbs in the maybe Lake Tahoe, Provo, right. Salt Lake. You mean, I mean, you're city boy, so maybe Salt Lake City's the, you know, the way to go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I think you should check it out. I'm down. Um, that's it. Yep. That's where I'm going. I'm going to Utah and I'm going to convince. Them that we live in the matrix, and uh, there's nothing that you can do to stop me. All right, toodles. Glory, glory,